We are in Champions League, man. That was my Dilly din, dilly dong, come on. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. This is the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast with Gary Kearney. Hello, welcome to the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast. My name is Gary Kearney. Joining me for this episode is Joao Nuno Fonseca, UEFA A licensed coach, former first team assistant coach at Nantes in France, coaching methodology analyst for the City Football Group, unbelievable experience in the game and phenomenal level of insight that you are going to hear about in the next 30 minutes. Really, really excited to have him on the show and looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this one. At Gary Kareen on Twitter, at Gary Kareen on Instagram. This episode is once again sponsored by Total Football Analysis Magazine. Total Football Analysis Magazine is the digital magazine for all soccer fans, coaches, managers and analysts. If you're looking for more detail than a match report but don't want to get bogged down in the numbers and stats, this magazine is for you. May's edition has just gone on sale and you can pick up over 135 pages of pure football tactical analysis including the endless attacking options of a 3-4-2-1 system, the Gabriel Jesus season review, this one is a personal favourite of mine, love this article here. Pochettino's continued tactical improvements with Tottenham and then a little bit of MLS insight on LAFC. You can buy each magazine individually or take out a monthly or annual subscription which come with some added extras. You can get 10% off annual subscriptions by entering the discount code MODERNSOCCERCOACH at checkout. Head over to TotalFootballAnalysis.com slash magazine to get yours today. Absolutely brilliant magazine. Love it. Love it. Uh, it takes me about three weeks to get through it every month, but absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal insight from around the world, every level. They've got a Women's World Cup one coming up soon as well, so cannot wait to read that there. Look forward to hearing your thoughts on this. Here is Fonseca. Enjoy. Fonseca, thank you so much for joining me today on the Modern Soccer Coach podcast. Really, really excited to have you on. Hi, Gary. Thank you. Thank you very much for the invitation. I hope uh, we can uh, have a good conversation and uh, especially to share knowledge with the people. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've just told you before we, we started recording, I've, I've been a big fan for a few years and, and thank the Lord every day for Google Translate for your Twitter. <laughs> so <laughs> there's, there's plenty of things that I wanted to ask you about, about your views and thoughts on the game and your experiences of the game. So yeah. I will I will kick it off with, with one of your quotes that, that's a recent one. You you yeah. do a lot of imaging and you do a lot of like I said, you were ahead of Coach Paint before anyone else was. Mm-hmm. You you said I believe more and more in the power of the game image, if possible illustrated for the player to understand why to create exercise for training. Sometimes yeah. the player does not realize this concept on the basis of creating an exercise. Can you talk a little bit about how you've come across this way of thinking through experiences and influences? Well, Gary, um, it's it's an interesting question because um, I, I was uh, like 
all the time since I started uh, my professional uh, coaching career in Academica, uh, I started to feel that uh, when I was in a training session, sometimes the, the, the players didn't understand what is the objective of the, of the exercise. And um, I start to think uh, how how is possible for the player um, to understand uh, to understand why this is happening during a training exercise? What kind of objective uh, is this exercise? So I start to think. Okay, we have nowadays facility to have a game image. We have the capability also to use the softwares that are in the market to. Um, to, to, to have a better approach uh, in, this, in this situation. Why to don't use it? And basically, uh, I started to do it also in Academica. And then when I moved to Qatar, um, I started to understand that um, there is special context where the people doesn't understand really what is the game. When I mean what is the game, let's say the moments of the game that composes the, the game that we can interpret. So basically, especially in Qatar, uh, where, where the, the players couldn't understand the, the moments, I tried to figure out that the images are the best solution for this situation. So if you show an image, a video, um, to understand what is an attacking organization, uh, I don't know how it calls in US uh, or in Canada the, the, this moment. The offensive organization, I think, is the same. Uh, Gary, correct me if I'm it wrong. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically, if you try to split, let's say, this moment and showing, okay, guys, when the goalkeeper have the ball and there is a goal kick, we are presenting in the first phase of build-up. So what is this? Where is the team position? Where are the centre-backs? Where are the full-backs? Where are the midfielders? So, starting from this, the players start to understand that during the game, they, they can read better the game. You know what I mean? So, in their minds, in the, they can uh, take better decisions if they understand, okay, we are training in this objective, this exercise, uh, because of this, because of... We want to build up from the back, uh, supported by the goalkeeper shortly. So where I need to position myself accordingly to the opponent. For example, I'm giving you uh, uh, examples, uh, random examples. So basically, uh, and and I had a big, a big influence to be honest uh, in my in my beginning of career in academic from uh, Professor uh, José Guilherme that uh, helped me also to put in in place um, these these concepts. And uh, more recently, with uh, with Oscar Cano in uh, in Qatar, uh, that for me was uh, was the better experience that I that I had uh, in the past. To be honest, I use Coach Paint myself, and it is a an, it's a it's a long process, you know. And some people think, well, it look the graphics look great, but mm -hmm. you know, how important is it to present information to players in a way that they will find interesting and engaging? Gary, it's important to have in mind something that is uh, is not uh, the software that will make you a better. Uh, it will make you uh, do a better analysis. The the analysis is before you start on coach paint. That's what I uh, all the time said to the people because uh, to use in a good way coach paint, you need to understand the game and to make good graphics to represent what you want to to transmit. 
And um, basically, that, that's for me is the key a key point. Uh, and after, of course, the the, the 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 software will enhance a lot your your presentation for the understanding of the players. Um, but but for me, I have a thought all the time that is you need to be always um, on the side of the player. So uh, adapting your knowledge uh, to let's say a modern way. Of that the information arrived to his hands. Uh, so basically, nowadays the player have a smartphone, uh, etc. So a smartphone, an iPad, um, and and this represents uh, how the soci- the society lives today. If you want an information from North Korea that what's happening there, you go to your uh, iPhone or uh, Android and you go, and that's it. The information is there. So. What is the challenge for the, for the coach to adapt this um, to this reality? Uh, I need that is important to develop and adapt to the culture that you are living. But most of the time, you need to be objective to find a proper way to arrive to the to the mind of the player. That's it. And uh, I can't I can't forget one one sentence that. Uh, 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 professor Professor Jacques Guilherme told me one time that is you can't do longer videos because the atten- the focus attention of the player is just uh, five minutes maximum. So um, that's really important that you present information that is useful for the player for the squad, and then all the time don't forget the human side because we are all humans, and if you start to pick up things that doesn't matter the player will fo- will, will not focus on the attention that you what you want so um, that's for me the big thought that i have uh, in in the presentation for the players i wanted to ask you about your experiences in france and and how the french league differed from the portuguese league tactically were there any mm-hmm. specific characteristics that's that set either league apart well, uh, I found it big difference in terms of uh, interpretation of the game. Uh, but before, before that, uh, Gary, starting from the investment that the, the French league is doing is massive because uh, it's attracting more and more players, and you will see that even more on the next season. Uh, so, in starting from the point that the player is uh, higher physically and the capacity that he has is is um, is better i found it uh, i found it uh, that and uh, the the players are more robust let's say physically so uh, the, the the big concept and i think the big difference that i felt was on the way of thinking the game so basically for example uh, on the french league on the most of the situations, the players just look to the goal. Let's say you recover the ball possession and you sometimes you don't do a pass back to start the offensive organization. You go immediately immediately to the transition. So for, <laughs> I used to say that for them, less time, better to reach the goal. So they are much more vertical uh, rather than in Portugal. In Portugal, we think uh, much more uh, on the game. We think uh, on the way that we will put... Uh, the ball to reach the sides to make a cross and then to make a goal. You know what I mean. So we we put different objectives um, on on uh, during the game, and uh, that's why I think uh, here in Portugal and also the Portuguese coaches um, have a different approach in terms of strate- strategically. I call it operative strategy uh, that we do before before we face an opponent. 
just along those lines, then how, how do you coach a team who is, if they are more vertical and they want to go, they want to go forward in the transition and yet mm-hmm. they don't see or aware enough, how do you then help them or challenge them to be a bit more patient and then to, to restart the offensive organization, maybe in a different position? Before that, you need to understand, the players need to understand that they are capable to do that because it's not just to pass the ball vertical long to, to in front and make the players run that they can score a goal. If they are capable to do that and they are, uh, they have this, the right speed to do that, the right conditions to receive a ball from the air and, uh, and uh, all the team are together to reach the, the last third together because it's, it's not only uh, the concept that you put the ball in front and go direct to the goal. It's also to defensive line needs to be close to the midfielder's line to don't allow them spaces because you send the ball long, okay, but if the team are not compact enough to win the second ball, uh, why you are doing that? So you need to understand the concepts before, let's say, you train something. Uh, and if the players understand this, how you want to build um, this kind of uh, patterns, you need to make the players understand, okay, if you have space behind, you need to attack the space. Or if you think that the defensive line, the opponent defensive line, are quicker enough to, to win this ball, well, it's better to make a pass behind and start to do the offensive organization and, and go forward, you know? So that's, that's for me, the big, the big thought on that. What are ways that coaches can use opposition analysis and scouting without moving away from their own game model and tactical identity? I think there is uh, a lack on, on, this, uh, on this thing, um, Gary, because uh, I, have, I have no doubt that if you improve your interpretation um, as, as a team uh, of the game, if you, if you understand correctly what is your uh, idea, your game idea, let's say, uh, you are much better prepared the, to, to prepare the opponent uh, analysis, uh, you know. So if, um, let's say, okay, analysis of the game, I can say to you, and the people understand that, that you have, uh, you can divide, let's say, two parts of the analysis. One thing is the analysis of the opponent, basically, that which serves to anticipate scenarios that may happen in the, in the next game. Or you have the analysis of your own team, so which helps to understand why certain moments happen uh, during our game, our own game. Um, and if you can unify, I don't know if this term uh, applies in English, uh, Gary, I think so. If you can unify both information, you, you are more prepared. So let's say you, do, you have done a wonderful um, switch, uh, switch side uh, on, on, the, on the offensive organization in certain game. So you, you have a good, a good player from the right side that puts the ball long and switch side to the left to the to the left side of your game, and if you will face a team that uh, will represent a lack of space on the on the on the blind side, this is a good information because you can show an information from something that you had on your game to contrast to something that is is a lack or is a let's say negative point from the opponent. You know what I mean? So. In this, 
the, when you can contrast the informations with uh, what you've done well, with the weaknesses of the opponent, uh, I think you are uh, reaching the, the, the level that the players like. Because, uh, again, it will, it will depend always in what the coaches believe. I believe too much as a coach on this. I believe that if you are and if you have a methodology and a dynamic where the player understands why you are doing this, what, what we will face in this game, uh, working basically on the words why and, uh, and, and what we are doing, you know, all the time around this, it will contrast, I believe, better the, the, the way of thinking. Mm. Brilliant. So, so that process of consistency in... Mm-hmm game models and and how it impacts closely to opposition analysis would you mind sharing a, a general overview of of what a typical week in a professional club would be uh, mm-hmm. for you beginning with with the, the game finishing perhaps on the saturday or sunday yeah um the people need to all the time have in mind where uh, they are working so what I mean with this is the culture where where you are, the country where, where you are. Um, I faced a, a different approach when I was in a, in an Arab country in Qatar, uh, where the habits are different. The players understand the way of living in a different way. So you need first that's the first step. Understand how they work uh, mainly uh, during their path to 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 in this in this environment. So, uh, but again. You need to understand this first, the, the culture. Uh, but let's say in a typical uh, week that you finish a game on Saturday, um, if I play on a Saturday, I will, uh, let's say, make an active recovery session on Sunday morning uh, for the players that play 90 minutes. Uh, the others make, uh, let's say, an endurance uh, training session uh, uh, during 60, 70 minutes uh, to, to reach almost the levels of the players that played uh, 90 minutes. Uh, in this point, I think it's, it's also important that uh, if the youth teams under 19s or under 23 uh, are available uh, to make a game, to, to have a similar um, approach on, the, on this. Uh, Sunday afternoon, free. Uh, plus uh, the Monday all day if all the things are going well if you are winning of course you, you can you can have this benefit also for the players because we are all humans and we need time also for, for our families so restarting on Tuesday uh, with a lower load uh, readaptation to the effort basically and uh, that's that's important for the players to understand what happened on the game what you do, what we can do better, what we will do uh, next day, Wednesday, uh, starting to push, let's say, in terms of, of strength, uh, small-sided games, uh, more repetitions for the players, working more on strength, everything with the ball. Uh, Gary, it's important to, to mention this. Um, Thursday, let's say, is the, is the day that uh, you need to put more volume on the training session. Uh, needs to be similar uh, to the game, more intense, uh, an intense session uh, with uh, less uh, stoppages uh, to be more similar to the game. Um, Friday, uh, potentially work on on the transition moments uh, of the game where where demands are more more related to the speed. Um, and Saturday, uh, lower loads. 
basically, including more defensive set pieces, uh, more creating a, a strategy that you want, the defensive strategy that you want to put in place if the opponent have have more time the ball. And uh, Sunday match again. So, uh, But it's important, Gary, to have in mind that this is not a standard, uh, standard for that works for everyone. Uh, it's important for the people to to realize where they are working and uh, from where the, the, the club, where they were working, um, they worked before. Basically, to understand the players, to understand the culture, it's really, really important. Yeah, staying along the, those lines then, you said once we train people, that's why it's fundamental to understand who we have in front of us and... Do you think sometimes there's a danger of forgetting individual characteristics and and just human behaviors in in tactical analysis? And can we get carried away in X's and O's? Yeah, I think I think uh, this is a key aspect, uh, and uh, that that potentially the coaches can lose. But I, I think this is crucial uh, because when uh, when we are training, we are training. Of course, players that understand football, but before that, they are a person. They have uh, their families, they have their life, they have their problems, and uh, we need we need to to be on them side. Uh, basically, they they you, you you if you are a leader, you are a leader without say that you are a leader. You know, if you are a coach, you are coaching them, but they need to understand that you you are on their on their side also to to help them. Um, but again, uh, Gary, it's, it's depend on the kind of players that uh, that we have uh, in front of us and how you can deal uh, also with the technology to help you. Uh, I thought on uh, now uh, on an example that is common in now in nowadays uh, life. Uh, that is the Instagram videos. You have the Insta story videos. Why not to adapt? this kind of technology to what for what you need for example let's say you create a profile like uh, opponents uh, canada for example and then the technical staff invite the players to to follow this this profile and then during the week you put videos from the individual opponents on the stories they can check they cannot check. If they check better, because they will realize that they will improve uh, and face the opponents and they, they were better prepared for the game. Um, basically, it's to adapt for all the time to the, to the way of living that you, you have uh, nowadays. Uh, by default, the player will go to the Instagram uh, daily, you know what I mean? So, and check what's going on and uh, also check what's going on uh, on the news. Why not to check What's going on on the next opponent? If you are a, you are a Instagram user, you know what I mean. So, it's it's a way for you to adapt your way of living the the, the game and what, how you live um, also the technology. And the technology is here to help you. Uh, that's that's for sure. I'm fascinated by you know, having to adapt to a culture, then the balance of adapting and then also challenging a culture. And what I mean by that is someone that, like, for example, when when Jose Mourinho goes to England and when Arsene Wenger goes to England, they Mm -hmm. challenge the tactical Mm -hmm. culture of the country. 
what are some ways that coaches can do that individually? You mentioned a really good one there with the Instagram. Yeah, that, well, basically that's it, uh, Gary. You need to you need to adapt in the in the way that the players uh, live. Uh, you cannot think that the player is uh, is a robot and uh, he just <laughs> play football and he just uh, go to the training and then uh, doesn't not, do nothing. The player the player get out of the training session and uh, goes to his home and play play FIFA. Why not to think? Uh, in somehow uh, create a, a scenario from from FIFA to represent what you want. I don't know. Is there is a lot of thing in the technology that you can you can get the most. Mm, brilliant. Um, you've already started posting about Law Sixteen and uh, you, you're looking at ways that the goal kicks from inside the box are going to impact the game. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what, what are the biggest ways that you think that it'll it'll impact it both in and out of possession? Uh, well, I think the changes uh, will will benefit the teams that wants to build up from the back, uh, and these will create more dynamics uh, on the goal kick, uh, especially, and uh, it will um, benefit a lot the teams that like to have the ball. Uh, I think the impact the, the impact will be more on this on the on the teams that wants to have the ball. Um, and then I think it will be fantastic uh, to see how, what kind of defensive uh, strategies the teams will will face in this. Um, to, let's say to to avoid these build-ups because if you have three players inside the box to start the build-up short, uh, if if the opponent comes to press you with four players, imagine the spaces that are behind these four players. So you can short you, you can play short inside the box and then put a vertical pass to the space behind and again it will represent uh, a lot on the on the attacking uh, organization so uh, i think the impact uh, i think it will be huge uh, also for for the teams that wants to to play to play short from the back finishing up with a few tactical analysis questions in your experience how important is the use of analytics and then statistics to back up your views of of watching and analyzing the game for me, Gary, the statistics uh, confirm what I can interpret from the qualitative uh, vision that I have from the game. So if, I, if I'm able to interpret uh, the moment of the game, uh, the quantitative side, it will uh, confirm some, some things that, that, I can, that I can say. Uh, I never use the, the statistics as a starting point. Uh, to be honest, uh, as a coach, I go all the time to see the match and uh, I see what I can prepare from what I see, what kind of exercise I can prepare to, uh, to face uh, this situation from, uh, from the opponent. And then the statistic can help me on the speech that I can uh, give to the players. Uh, because a game is different from another one. All the time the game is different. Uh, and if uh, you, you can't say that uh, a certain kind of numbers will happen again on the same game, it's impossible because the game is chaotic and you can't you can't predict um, some things that comes from the statistics. Um, so for me, it's more clear to see the patterns from from the opponent. Uh, and if you have a way. To, to see the patterns on the build-up, for example, on the second phase of build-up. And that's, that's, for me, the, the most important to interpret the game. Uh, 
uh, and again, uh, for me, uh, Gary, the numbers just confirm uh, um, what I interpret on the qualitative side of the game. So you you never look at a stat sheet before watching a game and, and kind of getting your views then? It's always view, watch, study and get those moments that you're looking for? Yeah. Yeah. I make I make the inverse basically. I I, I don't start from the numbers. Uh, I start from where uh, I can get the most from uh, to prepare my work. That is from interpretation of the game to see why the team is doing this because of this. Mm-hmm. Why the team is producing more uh, from the right side because uh, maybe the opponent is have a lack on the, their left side and they are producing more in this side, okay? If the numbers tells you this, perfect. It confirms what you see. Mm-hmm. How many games should a coach watch of a team in order to gain an understanding or an appreciation of their playing style? Well, um, I think I think it's important to, to watch uh, games that you will play in the context and uh, with the teams that are on the similar level. Because if you watch team with a, a, a big difference in terms of way of playing or in terms of uh, quality of playing, uh, it will not be the same. So I believe that uh, three, five games uh, in the context, like say that you will face a certain opponent, um, or to understand the playing style of the team, it will uh, it will be enough to 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 take to take notes on that. What's your advice for young coaches who do not have access or a budget for you know the the certain types of software that are out there? Are coaches that are starting with basically a a video camera and that's all. Uh, Gary, if you can take uh, the notes of the times when you have an interpretation of the game, so if you, in the first 10 minutes, you understand that uh, there is two uh, offensive transitions that you have a note. So you cut, let's say, in the standard software that comes on the Mac, in the iMovie, uh, in the Windows, in uh, I, can, I can't remember the name in the Windows because I work mainly on, on Macintosh, uh, my daily daily work, but uh, the, the basic softwares can help you to cut the videos. And uh, you have programs like uh, Longo Match, uh, Coach's Eye for, for an iPad, uh, that it helps a lot to present uh, the videos uh, for, for the players. And I think it's a cheaper option. The relationship between an analyst and a head coach, it's, it can be difficult where you have different views of the games and different views of training exercises and the things that we think are relevant and not. Uh, curious to get your thoughts or, or what are ways in which an analyst can can help support the head coach but also challenge them? If, if Mainly the, the, the head coach, uh, I used to say, when the head coach doesn't have any time to go to see a match, uh, the analyst is the eyes of the coach. And basically, the analyst needs to see the game as the coach sees, uh, or try to. Uh, if that happens, um, if, if, if the coach wants more, um, more examples, you will all the time need to be prepared for this. Uh, I like too much to, to ask um, if, if a certain team is doing this, uh, please check if there is any other teams doing the same or similar things. Uh, for example, 
let's say the the build up from the back from Man City. Uh, what kind of teams make different situations like um, make similar situations like Man City do? Uh, and you start to see other things, and you can, in this situation, support the head coach with different views on the same principle, on the same context that you want to talk. So um, that's that's for me to the, the thought, uh, Gary. Mm, fantastic, fantastic. And then the last one for you: what are what are some teams or some coaches today that that you won't miss games for, or that you enjoy watching, or that inspire you? Well, uh, there is not too many because uh, you see you see a lot of teams nowadays trying to to have a good a good uh, a good pattern of playing. But uh, well, Man City for me is in the top of the list, of course. Uh, I've been I, I've worked with uh, with City Football Group in 2017-18, and uh, I understand a lot this this uh, their vision in terms of way of playing. Uh, but you have other other teams, and uh, I'm remembering uh, Hoffenheim. Uh, Nagelsmann is doing a wonderful job there. He's a young coach uh, that is implementing uh, a good way of 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 play play the football. Um, you have Hoffenheim. You have uh, Betis from uh, from Spain that made a huge job. Uh, Kike Setien. Uh, made a huge job uh, on 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 the team. Um, you have Napoli, Napoli from uh, from Carlo Ancelotti to to see in terms of more defensive side how we prepare the teams on that. Uh, Chelsea from Sarri is is also brilliant. So different uh, different teams that uh, produces um, very good very good way of playing football. What advice would you have for a young coach who maybe is favouring, or he or she is favouring the analysis side and, and looking to move on up and support with head coaches in that area of the game, what advice would you have for them to get better and improve? Uh, as much as you see football, more games football, uh, you you start to, to have different opinions. And more, if, if you have more opinions, um, better. Uh, because... Uh, like like uh, like Johan Cruyff said one time, uh, the the most beautiful thing that we we do in our job is to play. Uh, in this case, if you are a coach, is to coach your team. But what makes more close to that sensation feeling is the training. And uh, if you can if you can all the time make uh, um, an interpretation about what is happening on a certain training exercise and try to see that on the game, make this exercise, okay, we work this on the training session, in this exercise, this happen on the game or not? So try to, to figure out how is this possible to happen and uh, have an interpretation all the time on different games, different cultures, uh, different uh, way of thinking of football. I think we all the time are are, uh, are improving. For me, uh, I'm all the time learning uh, from different teams, from um, from different coaches, from a good conversation with a, with a, with an head coach. So um, that's it. That's it. And it's a big challenge, uh, to be honest, Gary, uh, to 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 have. Uh, to pass, let's say, to have a transfer from an analyst to a coach. Uh, I made this. I, I, I've worked with uh, during uh, 
seven years as as a, as an analyst, and uh, now I'm facing I'm facing the challenge uh, on the coaching because uh, in the beginning of my career uh, I was a coach, and then I went to the anal analysis to have a good interpretation of the game. So and it helped me a lot now to develop exercises adaptive to the context of the game. I think this is key all the time to adapt what you see on the game and try to adapt in an exercise for the players to understand better. Fonseca, thank you so much. What a great way to finish it. I, I cannot thank you enough for your time and uh, and everything you do for the coaching community, all that hard work. Ah, thank you. Thank you, Gary. For me, uh, for me it's, a, it's a pleasure to, to share knowledge. Uh, I have a thought that... Uh, that all the time that I can share better because it's like, let's say in, in the in the medicine, uh, if you found a cure for uh, for something, if you share it, uh, more people will be benefit on this. So uh, I think if in the coaching community the people have this kind of thoughts, sharing knowledge, sharing an exercise, uh, it's it's much better for 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 us because we can put more questions in, in our head. Uh, to to different things, and I made this uh, in the last in the last years on my on my Facebook page. Uh, I do I do it with pleasure, to be honest, uh, Gary. And for me, uh, it's an honor to be in conversation with you, uh, to share knowledge with people. And if the people uh, that are listening uh, have some question, have uh, some doubt, uh, don't hesitate to to contact me. Uh, I'm here to to help. I'm here, and I try every time to answer to the people and uh, and that's it fantastic fantastic Fonseca thank you so much we really appreciate you're welcome it. thank you Gary thank you to Fonseca for his time and his insight there I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did different level different level of insight different level of how you can get that information to the players and the two things that that stood out for me among many was Two quotes from number one, you need to always be on the side of the player, adapting your knowledge to the modern way of getting information into someone's hands. And for me, with all the, the new tactical analysis today, with all the new coaching terms, the coaching jargon, the access we have to new levels of thinking, different sources of information, it's almost that coaches are looking towards players as well. They do, they're not students of the game. They don't love it as much as we do. You know, they're not like the generation that we were. Uh, they, you know, they don't watch enough football. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that there. And he's just approaching it in a different way. This is a man that has worked at the top, top level. But he puts the player at the forefront. And not just the player at the forefront, but his responsibility to get the information to the player in a way that the player will consume it. And nothing was more powerful than the Instagram example. How many coaches would be open to put in a scouting report on Instagram for their players? But how many coaches just look at social media as it's a distraction for players or, you know, I'm not doing things on social media. It's dangerous and you don't want to be putting stuff out there. And uh, it just gets you thinking. And then the other one was, if you improve your interpretations of the game as a team, you are better prepared for opposition analysis. If you can unify your information, you are more prepared. And to me, that's really, really important. And I thought that was the real insight for me that I enjoyed in that interview was how much he referred, how clear he was in the moments of the game, 
how confident he was in the differences between the Portuguese league and the French league. And then, you know, how much he then wanted the players, to, wanted to help the players to understand that side of it. And once you, once you start conveying that there, I listened to an interview with Fergus Connolly and this was a, this was a couple of years ago. And he was talking that you should use the same language in your scouting reports than you do in your staff meetings and you do in your training reports. Because if that is a game model, if it is a true game model, then the language should be the same. The four moments should be clear. That's how you improve players' interpretation of it. That's how you improve tactical awareness. Uh, there's nothing like uh, a, a scouting report or a meeting on the opposition that is a completely different setup than what the players are used to themselves. And then they can interpret it then whatever way they want. Oh, we do more than the opposition than we do for ourselves. Or is that consistent what we do? And sometimes we, we move away from that because, again, there's a lot of noise with the pressure of playing match after match after match after match. It's very, very difficult to be consistent in your processes. But uh, what I took away there was, you know, Fonseca is very, very clear, very confident and because of that there, it, it allows him to communicate his vision a lot more clear than than a lot than a lot of us can. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I thought that was different class and was really excited to get him on and, and I thought he was outstanding. So yeah, love to hear your thoughts. At Gary Kareen on Twitter, at Gary Kareen on Instagram. Before you go, don't forget, check out Total Football Analysis magazine. This month's edition is different class. Like I said, the at the start. The article on Gabriel Jesus is top, top class. So much detail to his movement and what he brings to the game. So loved it. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Have a great week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast. For more coaching topics, sessions, and resources, head on over to Coach Kerneen on Facebook or visit the website at www.modernsoccercoach.com.